Hey there. Before we get going, I just want to let you know that our Reformed and Confessional store is finally up. If you go to reformedconfess.com slash store, there you can see our coffee mug, obviously, our t-shirts with our logos on it, the Great Commission tea, and the Men of Hope tea, and there's also a notebook there with the Reformed and Confessional logo on it, and then a nice little tulip for some pizzazz. Go ahead there to the reformconfess.com slash store and pick up something if you'd like. It really helps us out. Now on to the blog. Reformed and Confessional exists to promote Reformed Confessionalism, to proclaim the sufficiency of Scripture, and to extol the supremacy of Christ over all things. A Conversation with Jeremy Schaefer by Nick Myers Introduction On Saturday, June 26th, my family and I went to a yearly festival that is held in a town near where we live. There are bounce houses, firefighters, police officers, and EMS there allowing the kids to look through their trucks and fight pretend fires. Food trucks and lemonade stands lace the edges of the parking lot, and bounce houses span the length of the field. There's also top-notch live entertainment happening throughout the night that really seems to bring the whole event to life. The Sighting While my sons and daughter were playing in a water-misting hose, and my wife and I were sitting in the lawn chairs eating brownies, listening to good music, and just being thankful for all the joy and delight the Lord was giving to us, I noticed one individual walking up and down the rows of people handing out flyers. Eventually, this man got near me and began handing out flyers to summon my family. I heard him say, Hi, my name is Jeremy Schaefer, and I'm running for Congress. This immediately caught my attention, and at that moment, I resolved to have a few minutes of his time. The Discussion I went up to Jeremy and said, Hi, Jeremy, could I have a few moments of your time? He, of course, said yes, and so I told him my name and that I appreciated his efforts out here, really trying to get out and meet people and organically spread the word about his campaign. My first question to him was, So, are you a Christian? And with a small side smile and a head bob, he said, I am. I was delighted. I replied with a grin, I am too. This launched our conversation into friendship territory, as only those in Christ could understand. We knew now that we were brothers in the Lord and that we have something greater than family that binds us the blood of Jesus Christ. I asked him what he thought about the reversal of Roe v. Wade, and as I expected, he was thankful for it. He went on to tell me that he believes the federal government does not have the authority or right to go beyond what is written in the Constitution, and that SCOTUS was correct in its decision to reverse and send it back to the states. He did, however, relay his conviction, which I share, that while we ought to thank God for this decision, it is not enough. The states having the right to dictate whether abortion is legal or not is still not enough. God will be satisfied and glorified when it is legal nowhere to kill innocent life. This belief was so sweet to hear, and such a breath of fresh air coming from someone vying for a spot within the government. Throughout our conversation, I discovered that he had spoken to the Trail Life group at my church, knew many of my denomination's elders, homeschooled his five children and sent them to the same co-op that we planned to send ours to one day. I found out that he is intimate friends with some members of my church, and that his daughter is good friends with my pastor's daughter. During our conversation, I relayed my desire for our nation to be restored, and for the Lord to heal our land and cause us to thrive once again in the world. This was a sentiment that we both shared, but what he said in response was staggering. He said, The revival we need for this nation is not going to come from the government. What he was saying is that if the nation is ever to turn around, It would only come by the Holy Spirit, and a repentant people, submitting themselves once again to the Lord of hosts. It would come by way of Christ's church being faithful, 
prayerful, and repentant, and trusting the Lord, and enacting laws that are faithful to His Word. The Takeaway Government is rife with corruption, sin, backdoor deals, hypocrisy, hatred, anger, delusion, and whatever else is contrary to God's Word. But this encounter with Jeremy left me with some hope. Not hope that the government will solve our problems, but a hope that the Lord is and will raise up faithful men to go into that arena and fight for the cause of Christ and advocate for a nation to bend its knee to Him alone. I was encouraged because I saw with my own eyes that the Lord is not inactive, but is in fact moving in ways and arenas that I cannot even see, and is causing Jesus to be exalted in unexpected ways. I am thankful for Jeremy and his fidelity to the Lord, and I will be praying for his campaign and hopefully a win in November. We should all be praying for those who are faithful to Christ and have heard a call to the sphere of government involvement for the sake of Christ, and pray for their continued fidelity to Christ and unwavering resolve for His Word. Thank you for listening to the Reformed Confessional Podcast. We pray that you will be edified and emboldened to profess Christ and to be unashamed of His gospel. Please visit us at reformedconfess.com.